Spring it off! Hey, Bryn, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey, Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Who's there? Hey, Bryn, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Oh my god, Weekend at Bernie's saved my life. Jonesy, you have to have seen it. Oh my god, no, no I haven't. Of course not. It's seen Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the out of me when I was a kid. You know, it scared the out of you. I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. Sir Jones Spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. Hey, are you film springers? This is Film Springer, <laughs> the podcast about your favorite <laughs> movies that you love and your sheltered friend who's never seen them. I'm Tony and I'm here with Brynn Brin. and our very lovely sheltered friend. Hey guys, I'm Lena. Yeah, <laughs> we're back for another week. And this week, we're going back to the 80s. It's the 80s again, because these are the movies we grew up with. And this one is going to be an interesting, interesting movie. But this is one of your favorite films, Bren. It, it is. Like, it, it, and I stand by it. It's going to be interesting. We're going to do the 1989 dark comedy, Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Bernie's, yeah. Is it classified as a dark comedy? Yeah. Oh, I mean, about, um, they are dragging a dead body around for ninety percent of the movie. A dead body and doing prop falls. Yeah, it's about a dead body that does a prop fall. So I would say, yeah, yeah it's a pretty dark. To comedy. me, it was just so much slapstick that it didn't like. I got desensitized to the fact that they you were looking around a dead body the yeah. whole time. <laughs> so yeah, this film is it's I mean, it is a cult film. It is referenced oh, in yes. so many films and TV and cartoons and pop culture yep. throughout the years. Like it is a staple within the American pop culture, this film. Sixty three percent of my stand up routine is just weekend at Bernie's jokes. Wow. <laughs> So we should we watch the trailer? Yeah, let's get into the mood for some weekend at Bernie. Let's watch the trailer. (laughs) Don't you see? Don't you see? We just uncovered a two million dollar error. We're going to be heroes. We're going up the corporate ladder. It appears as if somebody's trying to defraud the company. Somebody tried to smoke it past the wrong guy. Very, very good work. How would you two like to come to my house at the beach? Love to. For Larry and Richard. How are you? This is a place to die for. You have to kill them, Vito. A little rusty, but it'll come back to me. What? Should we we just walk in? But what they don't realize. No, we'll stand out here all weekend. Come on, we're out here. Is while they're checking in. Forget the accident with the two guys. Take care of Lomax. Bernie Lomax will be checking out. Oh, my God. God, what kind of a host invites you to his house for the weekend and dies on you? I don't know. Lomax told whoever he's talking to not to kill us if he's around, right? Yeah, yeah, but Lomax is dead. He's not around anybody anymore. (laughs) I know that. You know that. Nobody else knows that. Oh! Push for it. It looks good enough. Let's go. Uh Uh-oh. Larry, what? <laughs> really? Hi, Bernie. Hey, Bernie, just like last week, huh? Oh, Bernie, you and 
Untouchable. Doesn't anyone realize he's dead? Hold the boat! Hold the boat! Vito, I'm telling you, Lomax is alive. Maybe Paulie is rustier than we thought. Bernie, you're starting to peel. You out of the sun, huh? Is that the killer? How do I know, Richard? Should I stop and ask you? No, just drive. Weekend at Bernie's. Are we doing it again today? Oh, absolutely. You know we are. Great. We'll see you later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, ladies. We'll see you later. <laughs> God, is this great or what? Yes, we get our Bernie's. Brent, I got to start with you. How many times have you seen this film? Because I, I have you seen love this it. movie conservatively three baker's dozens times. <laughs> That's a lot. So I have to do that. Like this movie for me yeah. is like when I'm like sad or like I can feel that I have some anxiety coming on. I was like fucking weekend at Bernie's because like even though I have seen it a million times watching it today, I watched yeah. it today and that opening credits, the music starts and I get fucking pumped it's like someone has like hit me with a thing of adrenaline i'm just like let's get into it yes. <laughs> so this is your beaches like beaches does this that is my beaches me. thank yes. you it's a dead guy at the beach which really tracks for me it does uh, apparently (laughs) so it stars andrew mccarthy and jonathan silverman very young both of them very young in this film yes um and brin since you're an expert on this film give us a brief plot outline i mean it's not difficult okay Okay. so two mid-level what is their job they work for an insurance insurance company company. and they're in Bookkeeping, maybe, maybe or quality control. Really. They're doing very they nebulous. They're going to they, move it to the new computer system because you they know, have lots of those old, new. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have lots of those old school um, printouts from your computer that have like the perforated sides. They're looking at all those. So two dudes, they work in an insurance company. They're trying to make their way up the corporate ladder. And they were working one day. They find an anomaly in the bookkeeping, which is that someone who has died has gotten multiple life insurance payouts of millions of dollars. They bring it to their boss, Bernie. <laughs> and Bernie is like a swarthy looking guy. Bernie's like, no, I can. This is not a problem. And they're like, yes, it is a problem. And he's like, why don't you guys come to my beach house? Turns out Bernie is the one stealing the money. All right. And he's in deep with the mob. Not sure how that connects. He just is. And so he's like, come to my beach house. And he goes to his mob connects. And he's like, got to kill these guys. They know too much. The mob connects are like, you know what? I think you're getting sloppy burn. I think we're going to whack you. So he gets whacked off at his beach house in the island. Hecked off early on. Mid-level execs, Larry. <laughs> One of them is named Larry. Larry. Larry, they come, Larry and Richard come and they find out Bernie's dead, but they're like, you know what? I'm not going to miss out on this sweet vacay just because of a rotting corpse of our boss. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. let's keep the weekend going. So they keep the weekend going by um, 
just propping Bernie up. No one else notices he's dead because I no. guess that's Bernie's personality. There's like some love stuff, some ancillary slapstick comedy. Um, the in the end, it sort of culminates in you know Larry and Richard finding out that. Bernie was the one stealing from the company and he was going to frame them. Then it becomes hijinks with them understanding and them trying to get away from the mob. And then at the end, you know what? Everything's cool. <laughs> that was good job, Brent. Good Thank job. Yeah. Nice. Look at you got through that. Yay. Round of applause. Round of applause. Thanks. So this film actually was panned by most, most critics. They hated it when it came out. I as most great art is. <laughs> Debatable. Um, so is, what is it? Who, I can never remember the old guys that do the movie reviews. Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Um, they said, Weekend at Bernie's makes two mistakes. It gives us a joke that isn't very funny, and it expects the joke to carry an entire movie. Two. Two. Yeah. They set it up for a sequel. They the did, so which confident. I've actually never seen the sequel. We I've ha- never seen what? a sequel. That's got to be a bonus episode. I know. I, I've never seen it. Tina Bernie's too. They're in yeah. Jamaica. And it holds a 54% approval rate on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so, it's better than, it's better than that it gaudy movie with John Travolta. Huh? Is it not problematic that this is their thing to just like prance around? Like they should be in jail if there's a second movie. Like they came across a second dead body and it's the same dead to body. do it again. Isn't it, Brent? Yeah. It's the same yeah, it's dead the body. Same. It's Bernie. It's yeah, still it's, it's not Bernie. a different dead body. It's Bernie. You gotta watch it. So is it we gotta to watch it, Lena. <laughs> right after? Yeah, it wouldn't be weekend at Bernie's too if it wasn't Bernie. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's Bernie's cousin. Anyway. No. <laughs> so Bernie this dead. film, I haven't watched this film probably <laughs> since I was Bernie. 21 or 22. It's been oh, a man. long, long time. When I rewatched it this week, I really appreciated the the type of film it is back in the eighties. You know, it was like we were talking before. It has that eighties feel like Mannequin did in a bunch of other films from the eighties, which I love. But for me, the film really picks up after the first forty minutes, after all the exposition setting these characters up. Once they get to the beach house, that's when it, the film starts to get very fun for me. But you have like the typical, like the two characters, Larry and Richard. Um, odd couple. It's yeah. a classic odd couple setup. Yeah. The one yeah. scene that really bothers me is the rooftop scene with the tar melting. I it know. Just bothers it's so me. gross. It's so gross. I don't My know why it bothers me. Like, yeah. so, this is another question. The whole film, I'm thinking does Andrew McCarthy or Jonathan Silverman, who has the best legs? Le- their legs are both so great. I think like, I, I think Jonathan Silverman by far. Uh, well, I have a very big crush on Jonathan Silverman that started from a young age. And when he was on The Single Guy, remember? Oh, that yeah, show? yeah. I remember that yeah. show. He started on Broadway, actually. I know. In Beach, the memoirs. What is it? Brighton, Brighton Beach, Beach memoirs. memoirs. Yeah. And yep. then they moved it into, they made a film of it. And he starred in the he film, too. In the, the film, yeah. yeah. And that little He's hat. Very, yeah. That little hat. That's right. Yes. Oh we man! Do that one. I have no idea what y'all. Are okay, oh, it's about. a good <laughs> film. Um, it's a really good film. Yeah, yeah I, I used like to it. work with a sketch comedy group, or I, I didn't work with them, but like I've done comedy, and they've been at the same festivals, and they were the Brighton Beach Menzies. <laughs> Menzies. <laughs> but yeah. this film, I mean, it's hard to understand if the, is this film a good film, or no. is it not? 
but it has such a staple in pop culture. Why it, is that? Because it is so brazen in its stupidness. Yeah. And they commit. It is stupid. It is. Imagine stupid. here. I would like to make a movie a studio invest millions of dollars in this movie. Very hot actors of the time. Yeah. Let's start this movie about you. Love how Lena had to grab a beer for this. <laughs> you're, you're just going to be propping up a corpse in a tropical setting and just take that around and to get people to invest. It's not tropical. It was New well, York, on right? A beach. Yeah, Sorry, on a it beach. was okay. up in Hamptons, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. be dirty like that. It's on a beach. <laughs> so you, for them to just be like, yeah. and, and to get people on board with that, and they just carry it. They're like, we know this is dumb. Yeah. And we're just going to take it. It starts. It's like um, the stakes are already at a 13. Uh, and it, it's like there's no steady incline. It's like the stakes are dumb. Yeah. And they, they just dumb. keep getting, getting dumber. dumber. And all of it, the slapstick comedy, all of it is just like, we know this is stupid. Let's just be stupid together. Yeah. And that's such an 80s thing. And you just know that the screenwriter, there was so much cocaine involved in this. Oh. A lot, <laughs> a lot so of cocaine. cocaine, and it. But it's like so funny and fun and stupid that every time yeah. you watch it, you're just like, "What is this? Life is weird." Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know this film. Okay, so the first part of the film, when they're doing all the setup, getting ready before the body dies, before Bernie dies, um, to for me drags a little too too long because is- you have these two characters, Larry and Rich, who aren't fully fleshed out. You have the slacker, then you have the socially awkward nerd character, right? And it's like, everybody in the film, like, all of the characters are kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Even Bernie. Like, he can't even cover up his, like, because the first part of the whole film, you got to establish these two lead characters, where they work, introduce a love interest with um, with Gwen, right? That's the... Yeah, Gwen. Gwen. Then you got to set up the embezzlement that they've embezzled money or Bernie did. Then you have to set up that Bernie's having an affair with his mom. Oh my God. And you, all of this within the first like 40 minutes, you have to set it all up. You have to establish that Larry and Rich are the type of characters that would be okay partying for a weekend with a A dead body. Yeah. So we need to believe this from the outset in their character establishment. That they're they're not the brightest kids. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what, why it works, why the whole, when Bernie does die, when the, the hitman finally kills him off and they discover the body. And then before they could call the cops, all of the Hamptons, rich, richy riches show up at Bernie's house, right? And nobody bats an eye that he is dead. And I think the key, why it works is every single one of those person that interacts with Bernie in the beach house, including the mistress, all just want something from him. They're so yes. self-absorbed that they cannot notice a yeah. dead fucking body, yeah. right? Well, and they do do a good job of setting up that, like, so you don't feel bad for Bernie when all this stuff that it's like, wow, that's wildly disrespectful to do to a body. It's kind of like, well, he's a schmuck. He's a, he's a jerk. He was going to get these guys killed. And, yeah. you know, he was having an affair with the mob boss's gal. Like, how dumb is that? Like, <laughs> you know, you know all really these things that make him. 
Yeah, I okay mean, to beat up. <laughs> but I think that's why it works is because they make the all the people that interact with the dead body so self-absorbed they could, they don't notice the dead body. Because you have the girl who wants the book review, the guy that wants the Porsche. Even the mistress comes up and says having sex with his dead body is an improvement. <laughs> Do you know I what know, I mean? So, that's tough to watch. Yeah, so I think that's <laughs> kind of like the a bit of like on the good side of the film is they did that very well, wrote that part. No, it is really that. a morality play. It is a scathing indictment of okay. excess culture. It's holding a mirror up it's to that really, society wow. and saying to ourselves, <laughs> are we crust. all just in it for ourselves? Is that what we're in it for? Bernie is us. We are Bernie. Yeah. Wow. And we are all Deep of that. Thoughts. Deep and we also back. like to party at a beach house, even if there's a corpse there. Yeah. But then once they get to the beach house, and especially after they decide to party, that's when the film, for me, picks yes. up. And it's just comedy and stupidity unfolds. And after that moment, all the stuff that happens, I'm like, this movie is so dumb. I None of it's believable. But it's enjoyable. It's funny. It's stupid. The, is, the premise is so unbelievable. It is. That but that was why people didn't around like with it. it. That yeah, that's why the critics stupid, didn't like it. But very stupid. When your premise is already unbelievable, very yeah. stupid things can happen. Because you're like, I'm already gauging it from a viewpoint of things being stupid. So why yeah. would this happening all of a sudden be unrealistic? It's yeah. already unrealistic. I mean, that's what Adam Sandler has built his entire career on. You're very, very right, Jonesy. Very, very right. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like I feel like weekend at Bernie's what is it walked so that adam sandler could, could thrive, could thrive. <laughs> but yeah even like i love when they that what's it called andrew mccarthy's character larry has a fly swap to, to get, yeah i mean like little things like that i mean come on it's burying him yeah and, and that like, stupid what? little kid oh i would have punched him in the fucker. face he's a good actor <laughs> Would have punched him in the face. So, Bryn, when was the first time you watched this film? So, give us like our the background on why you love this film. I how predict much it means to you. way too young. Way too <laughs> young. Is... Shockingly young. Um, Let's see. This came out 1989. I'm gonna say Bryn she was, was seven. Born in 88, so she was one year old. No. <laughs> she watched it when she was seven. Is what I'm gonna say. Seven or eight. Um, this came out in 89. I saw this when I was like in the third grade. How old are you in the third grade? I have no idea. How old's Flynn? Is she in the third I would grade? say seven. <laughs> no, no, I think Tony like was wearing eight, eight. Okay, seven, eight. Like the same thing. Yeah, there you go. I was right. <laughs> eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. Ba, 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 I was right. <laughs> and then, um, like, I just remember, I don't think that I understood it was a dead body. What did you think, think it I was? <laughs> funny and slapstick. Or maybe yeah. I did, and that explains a lot about me. Maybe I was okay. like, mm, dead bodies are funny. Well, um, I have to say, to as far as the slapstick part of humor, like, yeah, that's a lot of it. The, as far as the slapstick part of humor, like, not understanding that, that part is a very funny to kids. Like, yeah. I've been involved like, in children's theater where I've done a lot of those similar moves. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like falling off into the sand. Yeah. Like yeah, getting buried. Throwing up on shore. Yeah. You know, I know it's like an 80s sort of, or early, like late 80s, early 90s sort of excess where it was like the beautiful blonde women and the bikini, you know, um, 
the, the thong bikini yeah. where it's just like, well, she's naked. Yeah, the guy yeah. was like, do you ever wear a bikini like that? You know, like that bikini yeah, doesn't ever the French years, But like very much like weird tan lines. Yeah. But like I was very much like, that looks good. That's good stuff. And then you have Polly who keeps killing Bernie. <laughs> he thinks Bernie's alive. Insane. He's the best character. Yeah. He's so, yeah I did like that part. He just, he I was, know, it was funny. And that was also very, uh, like, slapstick, but sort of like um, like a Neil Simon, like, um, you know, yes. like, everyone's ticket. Like, he's, it comes every time in a different costume. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then he's, like, thwarted, and it slowly drives him insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, like, the best character development. So <laughs> you were, what, eight, around eight or eight when you watched this? Yeah. Do you remember I, where you were when you watched it and all of that stuff? Oh. Yeah, 100%. I was at home. It was after school one day and it was on like TBS or something. And I was yeah. upstairs in my parents' room, like just like eating salami and cream cheese sandwiches and being like, comedy peak at its best. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like this is it for me. This is the best like thing. Fun and funny. And it was like the music and like yeah. all of like the, you know, the very attractive people. And like, I just remember thinking, like, this is dumb. Even not really fully understanding what it was about, but knowing it was dumb, but like in the best way, like dumb, that's like not sort of hurting anyone or like Mm -hmm. putting people down. Like it wasn't like that sort of like insult comedy. It was just like, this is stupid and they're having a good time and just being weird. And like probably lots of money was spent on this very stupid movie. And I think 15, 15 million. It was, and it made 30. So they made a sequel. I know, which is so weird. Oh, and I don't and know. that was before the time of when they made everything a sequel like they have now, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like that was bold. I remember in the 80s and 90s, like sequels were automatically lame. So that was oh, yeah, extra it was bold. like the kiss of death, remember? <laughs> yeah. It was always <laughs> shitty. The sequ- name a sequel that was better than the original. Terminator 2. Two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> one, one out of the billions of movies made. <laughs> the whole argument from Scream 2. Yeah. When they're like so meta yeah. that they're like sequels are so terrible. And you're like, oh, Jamie Kennedy. Oh, Jamie yep. Kennedy. When did um, that happen? Yeah. What about you, Tony? When did you first Okay. Listen? So I was well into, I think, high school. It had to be like freshman year or something like that. And it, same as you, Brynn, it came on like TV while I was yeah. at my grandfather's house. The, the one that wasn't a Jehovah Witness. Um, and that's where I watched it. It was on the weekend. I remember it was like TBS or some one of those things. And I remember watching it with my brother, and we both just thought it was the funniest shit ever. Yes. Just the idea. I remember thinking, because I was a teenager, I was like, okay, this is going to be dumb. Going into it, I'm like, this is just going to be dumb. But I also had a crush on, what's it called? Jonathan Silver. Jonathan Silverman, Silverman yeah, for time, sure. So. I watched it, and I mean, the first part, even when I remember the first, I was like, okay, what's going on? Once they got to the beach house, then I remember just thinking it was the funniest shit ever. Like, I just really thought it was dumb and fun. And I mean, it is. Yeah, and it was very, for me, very, very 80s. It remi- It's like just, it reminds, now when I think back on it, it just reminds me of being a teenager you know what I mean? Just thinking dumb shit is funny yeah. and just like sort of carefree and like yeah, this was know. up there with like those movies that were over the top, like Porky's and all of those type yes, of movies. Yes, That's what yes. this 
this film goes into that genre for me. And I think that I liked that it wasn't like, okay, so there are like, you know, women in bikinis in it and stuff, but like yeah. the heart of it isn't like, oh, we're going to go spy on girls or steal their underwear. No, it's like, these two awkward guys. It's a body guys. comedy. Yeah. It's a body who comedy. want to be cool, but they're really not. They're just a bunch of losers. And then they just stumble into this rich man's life and, you know, kind of go buck wild and be... We're gonna and there's no like it. heavy, you know. There's like a one heavy petting scene, and like obviously necrophilia is like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. To, but you don't see it, so no. it's like as a kid, I wasn't like ooh mushy or like ooh lots of you know like it yeah. didn't hit my shame meter. Which you I wouldn't guess also have gotten the innuendo an and like that whole scene would have just kind of gone over your head. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Yeah. I mean, as an adult now, yeah, it's a Clerks that scene in Clerks. Oh, like, Clerks! I think the yeah. best part of the movie, the one, the parts of the movie, even when I watched it originally, was like the last half hour of the movie, when especially when the character Gwyn knows is on on, yes. in on the joke, then it, to me it really starts to to pick up, and I just remember the whole. When Vito, or not Vito, when Polly comes to the house, and even when I fought to watch this when I was a teenager, comes to the house, and then he sh- he shoots, shoots Bernie again. Stereo? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then they wrap him in the, the phone cord, and all of that stuff goes on. Like, all of that, to me, reminds me of, like, a farce, like, theater farce, and we would yeah, do it. Yeah, it's like a farce, like exactly. And I totally yes. enjoyed it as a kid. Yes. Um, and even now, as an adult, when I watched it this week, I was like, that's the part I really like. It reminds me of doing theater and being just, yes. everything's over the top. And I loved yes. it. Yeah, I liked that part of it a lot. I thought it was, that's the parts of the film I really like. But then when you sit down and you think about the story, you're just like, yeah, this is kind of fucked up. This is like, but then you see it and it's, it's not the best film, but I understand why <laughs> it's so relevant in pop culture. They took this one prank or this joke of a dead body that is usually just a small segment in other TV shows before Weekend at Bernie's came out in movies where it was just like a footnote. This is a scene and then it's over. But they took that scene and did a whole movie around it. I mean, like, listen, it's like um, like Rope but as a comedy, like you have to be understood. Like you cannot root for two people. You have to be a true straight up sociopath to just be okay. Lugging around a dead body for the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. As a person who one time found a dead body, where I can tell you, Oh heck yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. It was very traumatizing. Wait, when did you find a dead body? <laughs> I found a dead body once. Where? Um, I'm like getting hives. Um, uh, w- after work one day, my work, I worked I planned uh, events for the city. Yeah. Um, when I was going to college, and our office was right next to a senior center, which was like we shared a parking lot with a school. And so I went to my car. I remember I was leaving early one day because I was like, I'm going to go to anthropology and get the sweater I really like. So <laughs> I was leaving early. So I'm going to my car and I look over and there is like a, an older gentleman like slumped over in his car, oh, and I was no. like. And it was a really hot day. And I was like, oh, shit. He probably fell asleep. And so I like go and I knock on the window. And um, I'm like, guy's going to like heat stroke. So I open up the door and he had been shot in the head. Shot in the head? Yeah. Like an attempted carjacking. And so I 
run inside to the senior center and I'm like, help, I need help. And they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, there's a man. And so these poor old women that work in the front of the senior center grab their first aid kit and their gloves. Oh no. And they're running out oh and they open the door from the other side. He falls out and they're like, oh, and this one woman goes, oh, he's dead. And I passed out. <laughs> oh, I should have laughed. But wow, this podcast took oh, a real dark it. turn. Yeah, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I am shook. Was there blood what? everywhere in the car that you didn't bring? I literally blocked it all out. I do not remember, like visually, I do not remember anything about it. Wow. I can't believe you actually had it together to like leave the car and go and try and get help before you even passed I, out. I, I like, don't I'm even pretty think, sure like, I would have been like seen the guy shot in the head and just like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes, you would have, Josie. You totally would have just been like, nope, yeah. I'm out. And then you would have yeah, just like there would have been the reason why he would have been found is people would have seen like a body in the yeah. parking lot. Which would have been me. Well, like, and like oh, afterwards, fuck. everyone was like, We are so glad that you found him and not one of those kids. What a blessing. And I was like, Fuck oh, that. You were like, I'm a kid. kid. <laughs> I didn't get over it. I'm emotionally scared. When you found the body, did you automatically think, Oh, weekend at Bernie's? I was like, Weekend at Bernie's was prepared me for this. And I scooted him over and yeah. I was like, Let's see what cards this guy has. Do yeah. you belong to a country club? Love. What's happening? Let's have fun. That's horrible. <laughs> We shouldn't allow. I did not oh, expect it. was this terrible. I wrote a poem listeners. for his I wrote a poem for his funeral, okay? I you did. <laughs> wow, Brent. Great writer, but Oh Jesus. Yeah, That's... we weren't anticipating that. No, I was, I was not. not... <laughs> so I can tell you like it's not a fun funny experience that you take lightly. So you would have to be a true straight up sociopath to just be like let's roll with it. Yeah. But for the purposes of this movie, very fun. Very <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta say, I mean, in this film, Terry Keeser, the guy that played Bernie, did a great dead body. So amazing, so impressed, so good, <laughs> so impressive. So, like the best um, part of the movie is his dead body. So, acting. as an actor, I did keep watching him and just yeah, being same like, here. Yes, same I here. am impressed. I have also played a person playing a dead body, yeah. and it is hard. <laughs> so I I watched it on a date, and yeah. it was like is that a dummy or is that a, is that the real actor doing it the whole time? And I was like, no, that's him. That's him. Like he's doing that's it. They're him. stapling, they're I, pretend stapling things to his head. Oh God, that was like, so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I, I was impressed with him. He deserves an Oscar for, <laughs> for playing a dead body. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Jeez Louise. But you know what time it's for you guys? The time of the show for Let's start. Name Drop. Dolly Parton. Rachel Maddow. I, I spend an hour with her every single day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli. Cher, Laura Dern. Cher. I don't know her. Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone? My good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga story of all time. Hate him, loathe her, over them, cancel it, tell me everything. Yes, this is a part of the show. This is our version of Six Degrees. It is Name Drop. So who are we going to pick from this film? Brynn. I think it has to be Jonathan Silverman because we did Silverman. Andrew McCarthy last time we didn't get yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, we didn't. That's did right. We, we didn't have anyone write into the email and we didn't no. have anyone write into Instagram. No, nobody got Listeners, it. Listeners, yeah. aka mom, I'm disappointed. In <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mrs. Jones, sorry you hate me. 
Um, let's do from our next film. Let's do what's her name? Heather. Heather Matarazzo. Ma- Ma- Matarazzo. Yeah. Heather okay, Matarazzo. So and Jonathan Silverman to Heather Matarazzo. Yeah. Okay. I can do Let's that. see if we can. Can you do it by the end of the yeah, show? I can try. Which also, you guys, I was not kidding. I, do you see I'm getting hives from yeah, talking about you that? Yeah, you are. You're breaking out. Wow. Have another drink. Have yeah. another drink. Speaking of hives, we're going to go to Venus. <laughs> Lena's <laughs> take out this film. She's never saw this film. I mean, you've heard of it before this week, right, yes. Jonesy? Yeah. There was a lot of this film that, like, I I feel like I've already seen clips of the best parts. And, yeah. Yeah. So what did you think? Like, what did you think? Watching it now for the first time, and would this movie have flow like been on the no fly list back when you were a kid with Mom and Pop Jones? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know that is like a dumb question to even ask. <laughs> yes, one hundred and ten percent. Yes, no fly list because uh, I mean Bernie is so bad of a guy that like it starts with sex, drugs, and debauchery, which yeah. automatically was on the no fly list. So. Like, all of this stuff, it's like, well, of course I wasn't allowed to watch it. Like, I didn't know this world existed <laughs> because my parents were like, yes, no, it's all fine. Let's, we'll just create the world we want to live in. Um, idealistic. Naive, but idealistic. Um, but so, yes, on the no-fly list, you know, not just drugs, but like IV drugs. Yeah. Ultra scary, especially oh, yeah. in the 80s and 90s. Um, yeah. Uh, everything about their lifestyle was bad. You know, the girls in the thong bikinis, all of that stuff would have been very problematic. That's what um, they would have had a problem with? Not having sex with a dead body? Oh, no, that would have been problematic <laughs> as well. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm starting from the beginning of the movie. Like, we wouldn't have made it to that point because, you know, the beginning was embezzling, IV drug use, all of that, affairs, the girl that runs in and is like, I'm going to tell Bernie I'm borrowing his boat. And that's like my favorite part because she's, she's very hot. Yeah. And B, what a great community. Yeah, agreed on a great in. community. Tell Bernie I'm taking his boat. Bye. And everybody's just like, we're Bye. gonna do this tomorrow again, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, that I agree wholeheartedly. That community. Yeah. Um, but yes, all of that stuff I'm just pulling to mind of immediately why it would have either been turned off, VHS ejected or channel changed if it ever came on <laughs> so yeah no we would have never made it to the point of no. um, necrophilia <laughs> and it would have been else. off what right. did you think of watching it for the first time this week so, ever ever seeing it yeah um i really did appreciate a lot of the slapstick humor part of it um all of those comedy aspects, like I said earlier, I really kept watching the guy who played Bernie yeah. and just being kind of like there were a few scenes I had to rewind and be like, actually pay attention to what's happening in the movie instead of being enthralled with what he's doing acting wise. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed it from a comedic standpoint. I get why this movie had to happen so other movies could happen. Yeah. I also understand why it's so important culturally. You need to kind of be familiar so you can know references. But is it a good movie? <laughs> no, we already established that. 
Yeah, um, I agree with you. I will agree with yeah. you. It's not a good movie. The other okay. thing, too, that I was like, so this movie, I would just say, I wish this is one of the ones that I wish I could have watched younger. Yeah. Okay. I wish, I, like, it, not necessarily of its time, but like, I wish we had cable when I was in high school so that when I was slipping around on a random Saturday and I was a sophomore in high school on the couch, you know, I could have stumbled upon this, the TBS version, just like you guys. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like, known what everyone was talking about. <laughs> and obviously I think I would have appreciated a lot more. Like one of my favorite movies of all time is Tommy boy. I love a dumb yeah. movie. I don't need a movie to be smart or to make sense. No. Um, you know, like this I, is... I also appreciate some of Adam Sandler's yeah. ri most ridiculous films because <laughs> I mean, films is being generous movies. Yeah. <laughs> but this is one of those films, Lena, that like you could put on in the background you don't have to think about. You just yep. put on. Yes, and enjoy. but I do think the 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 more time, the older, the more we get away from it, the less it will be appreciated. And and I think the reason why I can appreciate it is because I love Bryn and I can put myself in her shoes of seeing <laughs> this at a younger age. Yeah. yeah. Um. I also love Mannequin. I did get to watch Mannequin when I was younger, so there were aspects of that where I was like. Actually, this movie, I wanted the whole thing. I wanted to just stop it and put on hand. <laughs> <laughs> this that, movie that. was so good. It made you want to watch another movie in the middle of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still wanted to watch Andrew McCarthy. Yeah, <laughs> And true, I still wanted true. to watch that era and yeah. that kind of still like silliness. But, um, and, and then, like I said, it made me think of, Tommy Boy and you know, uh, uh crap, Billy Madison, Billy you know, Madison. things yeah. like this, where yeah. it's like, again, it's a premise where, of course, this isn't real, and because we all know this would never happen, we can just enjoy the silly and the slapstick yeah. and the physical comedy and the absurdity, and you know, yeah. we can lean into it and that kind of stuff. Um, but Okay, uh, this, this is, is one of the uh, movies that I feel like the further we get away from it in time. It's not hold up. Yeah. Well, that's like, my question to both of you now is does this film hold up now? We're in 2021. Does it hold up after all these years? I feel like if we were we had a younger generation who just watched it blind, no. Mm -hmm. No. So we're nearing that point. Like well, it'll still hold up because we'll have parents showing it to their kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. it's, it's, but not... I also think like the a younger generation watching it now is going to be like, it is so problematic. Everything about this is problematic. Well, yeah. What is problem? There's okay. So there are two things that I'd find problematic about it are that, um, he's asking about an intern who's in college. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, she seems like very into it and stuff, but I'm still like mm, that power dichotomy. I'm not super into and then um, the sex change joke. Yeah, that's like, what Bleh. I was going to bring up. It's yeah, gross. The sex it's change gross. joke. Well, me, I was like, nope, kind of would like, not fly this now. Nope. No, 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 no. That's no, a no, quick no. and that's a quick joke. Like that couldn't almost be if it wasn't like part of the note, it could be edited out. It's yeah. so, such a quick joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not a joke they keep making. So no, I do it was feel a one like. Time. In the film, I, and but. I get it because it's like that joke was like very much 
of the time. Like, remember Soap with yes, like Sally? They soap make that joke. It's yeah. like ruins the movie because they make that joke. And like, I, you know, we have to get out of the thing of like just because a lot of people were doing it doesn't make it unoffensive or right, you know, okay. Yeah. It's like just because you said something racist 50 years ago doesn't make it okay. It's still racist. Like people were just more okay with it. Yeah. Um, so it is of that time, but we still need to be like, that sucks. What if we digitally edit it out of the movie? How though? That's what I'm saying. Because it's a part of the note of setting them up. You just say that they it's a murder suicide. Yeah, murder you just, suicide. You say that's it. And they read the note and they're like, oh, murder suicide, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and there you go. But I'm also, too, it. I think when you, like, when I see, like, that kind of a joke in a film from 1989 that I remember as a kid, and then seeing how that would not be okay these days. No. For me, I'm Correct. like, man. The whole premise it, well, the, the whole thing, Well, the whole thing is, like, even though there's still a lot of work to be done when it comes to all of that, it's still, like, there has been a step made. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. now that kind of a joke in a film would never like never be okay no, nowadays. Not, no, no. But I don't know because they made that joke in Zoo, the second Zoolander. They did. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but that was also wasn't that still nineties or the early aughts? Like no, the second Zoolander was what like five years ago or something. Oh, no. I don't even remember. Zoolander yeah. two. I'll look it up. Keep talking. But even still, that even now, even if that is made in in a film, it's so inappropriate. Maybe because I'm part of the LGBTQ plus community, it just hits t- too close. I'm like, no, it's not funny. Don't do it. Yeah. Zoolander what? two was in 2016. Really? Dang. Yeah, that was that was yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. What about what about you, Brent? Do you think it still holds up now? The film. I do. Yes. Can, <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, I, I okay, say can that. you take your nostalgia glasses off? Or is this I am Christmas movie? Scrooge. Scrooge. Oh <laughs> yeah, can't sorry. even remember there the is, name. You know what? I am surprised that the Scrooge fandom has not taken our website down with your inflammatory <laughs> Wait, comments they, about that. They movie. have they have a, a Scrooge fandom? Uh yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. a website? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm really flying by the seat of my pants here. I know she is. Uh, lying, wow, Jonesy. Li- lying left and right. Thanks for calling me out. Um, <laughs> I just think that this money is this movie. This movie is stupid and funny, and I liked it. And there are lots of movies like that that sort of scratch that itch. It is, yeah. Like, uh, like Netflix movies or yeah. like the dumb rom coms that you're oh, just God. like all the Christmas stupid. stuff that has um, what's like a name? Hallmark movie. You just don't have to think about it, and it is. It's darker for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think it's still good to like watch just to just unwind and yeah. like, you know, Get high, grab a drink and just chill. And I watched chill. this many times right after my divorce. Did you? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's your feel like, good movie. I do <laughs> love the comedy aspect of it. Like yeah. I, I loved the assassin like slowly losing his mind. Oh, I know every that, that he yeah, yes. exactly. All of that stuff, I, I like the theater dork in me was thinking about like what this would look like on a play or on yeah, a yeah, stage. Yeah. And yeah. like I said earlier, I have actually played someone pretending to be a dead body or pre- yeah, I pretended to be a person pretending to be a dead body in scenes. And so having to do that whole like, yeah, like yeah. I was 
yeah, I respect it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I, I like that. That that'll work. I for me. too have been in a burlap sack. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> have. You are Bernie. Bernie is you. I have been flung over people's shoulders. I have held my breath so people didn't know I'm breathing. <laughs> That's <all> true. Is <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. teach a master class for like all of our friends that are extras on CSI or <laughs> yeah. SVU? Yeah. Well, okay. Do you think this class. film needs to be remade? No, never. Because <laughs> you know they reboot everything. They remake everything. Yeah, I was no. trying to think I of how not, you could yeah. possibly do not. it. Like the only way it would work is if like the Bernie character wasn't dead, but like somehow passed out. Yeah. That's worse. Well, I don't know. In a coma? You're doing terrible things to this I know. body. You're so <laughs> What if they no, did it? And I was trying to think of like a drug buddy comedy movie. Yeah. Like what that's if- what I was thinking passed out where like, you know, you kind of have a guy on the couch kind of thing and then he wakes up at the end and is like, hey, whatever. Like that would make it, I think you could do some <laughs> okay. of the same. You could do a lot of the same shtick. Yeah. And yeah. then- that would still parlay in today's culture I, of not being necessarily as disrespectful because you've got a couple of druggy, I don't know, or that's I want to see them. I want to see them remake this movie with Audrey Plaza and Andrew Kendrick. How the <gasps> characters they were in Dave and Mike and need Dave a, and Mike need wedding dates. dates. Or yes, wedding those dates. two that's characters. Remake it with those exact two characters. Let's write it. Give us some money and cocaine, and we yeah. will write this movie for you in one weekend. <laughs> one weekend, just have them play Larry and Rich, and it would be Lauren yes. and. So you could do the sequel of that movie and Lauren and Rachel would be their names. It would be their daughters. It would be their daughters. Yeah. No, I was gonna say it could be a sequel of that movie, except they're now like at a bachelorette party. So you would have to have a mix of, you know, um hangover kind of style movie where like they've just got to get the bride to the and event I mean, or there are lots make- of movies like that like very bad night very yeah. bad or bad night very bad things like where there is like a central theme is that there is a dead body, body. they just and, and those movies are like accepted and it's like oh this is crazy and when do we do how do we hide this dead body like in very bad things but this is just turning it into a comedy yeah that's what it did. Now, what yeah. if they see if they redid this movie with those two characters, Audrey Plaza and Andrew Kendrick's characters for Mike and Dave need wedding dates? The Bernie would have to be like ten times nastier and worse of a person. So then you don't feel guilty no. about no. So then you don't feel guilty about how horrible they treat the dead body. It would have right? to be like they're Larry and Rich's daughters, and they are like journalists and they're going over to expose like a me too type of thing and there the you boss go. that they're going to expose is like a disgusting sexist harvey weinstein type character so then he dies and you're like fuck we don't feel bad for him no but they need to get the story so they need to keep him alive long enough to get the story published no one steal this concept copyright. <laughs> i hate it copyright. i would not watch this Producer Rob, please copyright this for us. <laughs> but they kind of did that with this with um, Weekend at Bernie's is because they made Bernie such an awful character at the beginning yeah. that you didn't feel bad that and he was they dumb. Were, yeah, you don't sleep a, with a bo- mob boss's wife. Yeah, girlfriend. that's why. That. That's why I'm saying the movie w- w- remake would only work if you didn't kill the Bernie character. But that was the whole point rather, of Weekend at Bernie's was that it was I'm a dead body. 
I'm but fine with him dying. Were... I'm fine with that. <laughs> You're fine with it? <laughs> well, speaking of dad, like, like this episode. <laughs> you know what time? It's time for our entry. We miss you. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Keenan Lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. It's drink. I like it. I know. That's great, right? Another. Grace, give me a stinger. Yes, this is a part of the show where we're going to pair, 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 pair an alcoholic beverage and some nipples to go with this film. Friends, since this is one of your favorite films, you can have the privilege of going first. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So I would do um, a hurricane. Okay. Yeah, like the drink. Yeah. The very strong, like it's like a more tropical Long Island iced tea. And then I would do like a ceviche or a crudite. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I what, like the ceviche. I do too. Yeah. What would you yeah, pick yeah. with it, Jonesy? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like Long Island refreshing drinks. Like I feel um what's the minty one? Mint julep. julep? Mojito. Yes. Mojito. No, mint julep. Mint, mint julep. Mint julep because it's okay. a little bit older. And then um yeah, like a couple slices of cucumber because that's the only way you're going to fit in that uh, thong bikini from the 80s you're where right, it just covers up your asshole, your vagina, and two nipples. Yeah. You were right. I you would do right. a pina colada laced with yes. cocaine because it was the 80s. You're right. Then, that and I would do a clam bake, like an old-fashioned <gasps> clam bake. I love that. <laughs> that's what I would pair it with. On that. Yeah, why not, right? I mean, if you're on that much cocaine, you're not really going to eat anyway. You're just no, like going back but to the That's why a clam bake. <laughs> that's why the clam bake, because you just go for the experience. Yeah, <laughs> there <right>. you go. <laughs> so, Brynn, did you figure out our name drop? I did. Be- okay, give it to us. Yeah. Jesus. Okay, so Jonathan Silverman was in Brighton Beach Memoirs with Blythe Danner. Okay. Life Danner was in The Last Kiss with Marley Shelton. Oh, I love I forgot about that film. Yeah. Marley Shelton know. was in Bubble Boy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh god, that was an awful film. Speaking I know of that movie and I enjoyed it. Immunities, baby. <laughs> Immunities. Jake Gyllenhaal was in um Brokeback Mountain with Anne Hache. Yeah. Anne Hache was in Princess it's- Diaries with Hazard. Look at you. Oh, Look at you again. Holy Princess Diaries. That's right. Wiener Dog Brian was in Beacon, Princess yeah. Diaries. That's the only thing I know her from is really? Princess Diaries. Yeah. Who, Anne Hathaway? <laughs> no. Yeah. She's really unknown. Yeah, um, I just read a, a really cute thing today about how her and her girlfriend have been together for a really long time. Who, Anne Hathaway? Good for them. No, Heather. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to reply with everything. Who, Anne Hathaway? Who, Anne Hathaway? Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. Shakespeare's wife, right? She suffers from Ah, I was waiting for a joke. Yeah. Just working in my head trying to be like, how can I bring in Shakespeare's wife? Yep. Fuck devil worse. The original Hannah the way. That's what it is. She got the second best bed in the house. (laughs) Wow, Brynn. Wait, where's my there it is? All right, should we grade? Let's do grades before we get into our next film for next I'm, week. I'm frightened, yeah. All right, all right, let's do grades. So, yeah. so Josie, what did we give the grades last week? 
So shockingly, Bryn gave it an A plus, and Tony gave it an A. Oh, okay. Okay, Bryn, are you going to keep it as an A plus, or okay, I'm going to take my nostalgia goggles off and give it an A plus plus. <laughs> I'm going to give it an A plus. Still, I'm going to keep it. At an A plus. Okay, okay. I think I'm gonna drop mine down to a solid B. Okay, I'm fine with that. Are you okay with that? I I'm, was gonna I'm give it. it. See, I was gonna give it a C, but then I went, no, Bryn's gonna hate me forever. Yep. So I'm gonna right. go ahead and <laughs> do a solid preserve, B. Preserve our friendship and the yes. podcast. Please give us a B. Okay, Jonesy. What Sorry. about you? I will give this a solid B minus. Oh, I thought you were going to give it way worse than that. Okay. Yeah, because I do I do think there are enough like just stupid comedy moments that yeah. it that is enjoyable. Um there it this movie does not hold up. The more time we get away from it, the less it will hold up, the more problematic it will come. But I think we're still in that grace period window <laughs> where people are like I can enjoy parts of it, so yeah. I give it a B. So, minus. would it be in the film Spring a Passport? And before you answer so, this, I want you to take this into consideration: how influential this yes. movie has been in Correct. pop culture even today. Because I mean, yeah. they parodied it on what's it called, Family Guy, and everything. a bunch of yeah, everything. So, would this get a stamp in the film Spring a Passport? No. Oh, why? Because I would think I would think yes because of the pop culture references. Okay, but here's why. Years. What? Uh, up until this date, I have watched all those pop culture references and gotten them. Okay. You don't need to have seen this movie because this movie is so big and clips are everywhere and it's referenced yeah. so much. This is one of those movies that now that I've watched it, I still didn't think Okay. You don't need to watch it to get the like. I already got all the references. Do you think it's because I, it didn't it's, open anything up that I didn't yeah. get before? Do you think that's because it has been so soaked into pop like culture since eighty yeah. nine? Yeah, agreed. Yes, this is one of those yeah. that I do think like all the best parts of it are referenced so much that you know this movie way more than you think you do. Yeah. yeah. And so That's watching true. it, like, yeah. I honestly didn't get any jokes or references more. I just okay. kind of saw all the parts of the movie that were like, oh, this is the problematic parts. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, it didn't open any doors or ideas or anything like that. You will get the references. I mean, don't be a weirdo and like close yourself off to the references so like, she's saying bottom line yes you should watch yeah it. you should see it <laughs> no you don't need to no i mean Brynn, if you want to yes but you don't need to Brynn, final thoughts on the film since this is one of your favorite ones well, it's just so funny and fun and dumb and so you're a little dumb in your life you know things are serious i know especially after the last year jeez but yeah. our next film Next Again. week's film, I'm super excited for because I've seen this film so many times and I've been wanting to do it on the show. And it's an indie classic comedy from the 90s. And this movie came out the year I graduated high school. So I saw this in the theater at oh, yeah. Landmark Theaters, like I think three or four times in the theater because I was obsessed with it. It is a coming age, coming of age movie from 1995. Welcome to the Dollhouse. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I know Jonesy has never even heard of this film, has no idea. I, I do remember seeing the movie cover at Blockbuster and being well, like, well, like, it just keeps popping up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love this film. What do you think it's about, Jonesy, based off of the movie poster and yeah. the name? So the movie um, posters, Welcome to the Dollhouse, not all girls want to play with dolls. Yep. <laughs> I love this film. It's so... Um, I uh, feel like it's a weirdo teenage girl coming of age movie um, where like maybe she's infantilized. Uh, infantilized. infantilized. That's, that's Thank good Thank you. Um, and isn't allowed to grow up and is kind of pushing that boundary, but also in a weird, eclectic okay. kind of way. Um, that's pretty close. I would yeah. say that's pretty right on. Good guess, Jonesy. Good guess. Yeah. All right, Bryn, shall we give us the grades? I already yes. know mine. Mine's an A+. Plus. I still Mine's love this an movie. A plus. And I Mine's just watched it well. not too far long ago, so... I'm excited um, for Welcome to the Dollhouse. I have very strong, very strong yes. emotions to the lead character. I relate I. to Miss yeah. Don Wiener very much. So much, so much. So you're both an A plus. Yeah, it's We're a it's Wieners. a nice yeah. little indie indie film, and it's going to be very fun to revisit it yeah. next week. And I'm very, I think actually Jonesy's going to like this film. I think you this think is so. another one of those movies where I'm worried about not liking it because a lot of my favorite people I know like it. So the pressure is there. Um, we just won't be friends our, with you anymore. Yeah. We'll stop the podcast yeah. forever and you'll be as outcast. Far as our Don't worry. Hidden episodes. I'm worried this is going to be another party girl. <gasps> Very much possible. <sighs> possible. For those of you don't for those of you that don't well, know we did some no episodes. One knows. It's a no. hidden episode. Yeah, yeah, we did we did some episodes uh, that for the podcast never aired. that are lost. We call them the lost tapes. They never yeah. aired. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Party Girl and Which uh Mina I was religious not- about like in it. the nineties, yeah. And, and um, she tore it apart. It was my voicemail in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha, ha, hello, hello. What's up, and Buttercup? I hated it. <laughs> Caused a real rift in our friendship. Yes. So hopefully this will not be a party girl too. With welcome to the dollhouse. I'm very excited I'm for worried. the film. So everybody, tune in next week while we do welcome to the house. You can follow us on Instagram. It is Film Springa, and you can email us at Film Springa Podcast at Gmail. Um, and yeah, leave comments. Let us know what you thought about um, Weekend at Bernie's. If this film still holds up, or if if Does it's it hold up? It. Can yeah. we talk about how we all know that dead bodies defecate now? So yeah, yeah they do shit their pants. They do. Yeah. That would yeah. ruin the whole. <laughs> very, very true. But that is it for us. <laughs> and we, plot holes. I know. That is it for it us. We will see everybody next week. Bye. <laughs>